Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet Podcast for Saturday the 18th of January 2020. I'm your host John Walker, with me this week is Andy Vaughan. Good evening John. And Gordo. Good evening John. How we doing? Pretty damn good. How are you, how are you doing? I'm off, so, <laughs> but we'll, we'll get to that. And at this point people just need to be curious as to what's yeah, it's, fucking it's happening. A, it's a teaser. I'm just cold. <laughs> I just wanted to say we get really good feedback from someone on Twitter. We can't figure out how best to say his name, but it's FPLPUZ on Twitter, who gave us some really good feedback. Please don't be shy. Yeah, thank you very much. If you want to throw us a compliment, please mm-hmm. do. It's uh, much appreciated. And we do notice when people do that, they're then followers, four or five followers from their the Twitter into yeah. ours, and then higher downloads. That's the yeah. only way we're going to succeed. Thankfully, or not thankfully, off the back of that, was probably not our best week. It wasn't, not- a, it wasn't a total disaster. But he did, he, to be fair, he did go back and say over the last five, six episodes, it's been about 80%. It's been great. In. Yeah. It's been excellent. Yeah. So we were due a turn in fortunes. It's not even, it's not even a turn in fortunes. We got <laughs> the charity bet. Yeah. Nice treble in. Yeah. The highlight. Yeah. So the charity bet was my one was Liverpool to win away at Spurs. 1 0. It was actually a really rubbish game. I think. It was mince. We had said Spurs were going to get scudded. Spurs also had the, one of the biggest misses of the season. At the end, yeah. Uh, Andy, the game you were at, I was at it. Uh, Dundee United away at Partick Thistle, four 0 win and a Lauren Shankland hat trick. Did he actually get booked for knee sliding, or did he do more after it? He did the old Ravinelli shirt overhead, so not shirt off, shirt overhead when running and then sliding his knees. I thought a booking was only meant to come if you had something underneath the shirt. No, so I've heard. That the reason that that first came in that you can't take your shirt off is because during big goal celebrations, all the pictures that would appear in the paper, the main sponsor wasn't seen because the shirt was off. Mm-hmm. So companies that were putting a lot of money into the game and sponsoring clubs were raging because the next day a huge moment happened that should have had their brand all over the back page of all the <laughs> national newspapers yeah. and, it, and it wasn't there. So, so, so being carded for not inciting anyone and for no logical football reason? No. Yeah. Was that his third goal or was it the second? I think that was the hat-trick That goal. was the hat-trick? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, he scores a lot of hat-tricks, so he probably shouldn't celebrate. You're, all, you're always going to celebrate, especially against <laughs> Ian McCall. Does Shanklin move and get loaned back in this window? I don't think so. No? I think he stays. I think if that was his sort of mentality, he wouldn't be with us this season anyway. Yeah, he, he, he could have gone to a bigger club. I, I think surprisingly, I think surprisingly, there wasn't offers for some reason. I think people wanted to see what he would do again. Well, they've certainly seen it now. Yeah, I yeah. think. Well, obviously, I'm a Dundee United fan, so I want him to stay. But I'm under no illusions that he's too good to be in the in the championship. Yes. So if he comes up with us, thank you very much, Lauren. Shake hands. Go down south. Best luck Enjoy for the rest Swansea. of your career. <laughs> yeah, something, yeah, something like that. Um, go on, go on, and be great. Mine was Red Star away at Toulon. Uh, a 1-0 win. It, it was actually one of the... Someone had posted in the Facebook group. Stuart Buchanan. Yeah, yeah, in between the podcast being out. Being and, recorded and, and then out. We recorded and being out. He was like, Red Star, I agree. I was like, hey, stay at France. <laughs> um, but um, no, it was a uh, 1-0 win. You can't really say that's comfortable. But, you know, 75, happy with that. And uh, a winning of £69.19, which was then transferred to Paul Sheeran's Beats and Cancer Trust Fund. Yes. Which will now explain why my arse is sore. Yep. As we done an hour of cycling. We did. And you you want to take this point to then moan that you actually won? Yeah, well, uh, well yeah, I'm I'm not well, I'm not gonna moan to the good people and I hear mean, about how, ra- how I was cheated by myself. Raising money for cancer is the winner, but you then were a close second. Yeah. A close second, cheated by the <laughs> my own idiocy. No, I, I we we were doing on the walk bikes last night and I, I found out that it was thirty seven K was the record and I tried to beat that. And uh, had to stop halfway to fix a clip and it reset and I 
picked up the wrong score at the end. So, uh, but it was all for a good cause. Signed your card wrong, just like in golf. That is, aye, that's you. But it was a good event, um, and yeah, dead. So that, dead well, let's just let's just get this out there because I wasn't there. Yeah. Right, let, let's put this out here right now. I'm not a cyclist. The other the other two boys, no, no, nor am I. <laughs> the other two boys are fitter than me. <laughs> right, let's definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, this was quite late at night. <laughs> it was at 11, 11 p.m. Yeah, we felt sorry for the guy that came in after us. Aye, and then equally even more sorry. So this is the same guy, Paul Sheeran. We give all our charity wins to, or if we don't get him, we sponsored the foot golf flag event. Yep. Which we've still not got a flag match, which he reminded me, because that could sit in this studio somewhere. Look beautiful. But Paul would have been there from half eight yesterday morning until 10am this morning. So he didn't go home. He was there the whole event for full 24, 25 hours, because it's his event. He's he's been given permission to use the gym. I think it was Body Morph, so Body Morph and Hamilton have let them use it. And yeah, so he just had people come in. So he had four decent bikes set up and then a fifth. Which, which Conroy <laughs> yeah, went stuck on. on. So he was there the whole time and just the people come in, but we had like one person come in as we were leaving. Mm-hmm. And then I think there was like a husband and wife that were crossing over for two hours. Yeah. And then someone done three hours this morning to like take it through the end. To take it past the it 24 hour mark. A really, really good setup. It's not like generally if you go and do these charity things, you're on like kind of rubbish exercise bikes, but this is like, you know, the pro peloton use sport bikes. That's, it's, if it's playing on a proper pitch that's awesome well done guys it was brilliant so um, he won't have announced what fund he's got but I think he put up something like 2,470 miles yeah well he'd, he'd said he'd said they'd do two grand last night so that's a that's a, a great win there yeah and he's got two more events so the whole purpose of his fundraising for this year was 12 events so one event a month so there's two to go mm-hmm. so there if you go to at Dandy Dawn on Twitter that is his personal one he also has Beats and foot, foot golf, beats and foot golf. Mm-hmm. I think it's the other Twitter handle, and they're all pinned to his profile. If you want to go and donate money, mm-hmm. it'd be much appreciated. Yes, Dandy Don, Aberdeen fan. He's a diehard Aberdeen fan. Can we get our money back? <laughs> <laughs> other, let's uh, review the picks. Yes. What we do? Yeah, we'll do that. So my my banker was Benfica at home to Aves, home winning over two point five goals, one to two. It did not come in easily. Nope. Got there though. The player who scored the winner was originally sent off for a high tackle, and then VAR reviewed it, and it was the players. The player's been caught on the ankle, but his raised foot has went past his leg entirely. But he's went down holding his shin as if, he's as if it caught him. And then this is the purpose of VAR because when I watched it, I I went fuck that's a red card. Yeah, because it was high impact. And then when I seen it, I went, oh, he's went past him. It was his trailing legs just caught his ankle. He's missed him completely. And VAR rightly changed it to a yellow card, which is the purpose of it. Yep. And then he goes on to score the winner in the 93rd minute. Yeah. Some sort of justice there. J- just me go. I think I must have texted you about nine times in the last five minutes going, this is yep. so one-sided. Yeah. It was corner after corner. And it's just, I think I've said this before. I don't know how people fail to have like 18 corners and not score from one. But they do. And it just was that last one. They looked. Fu- I actually felt bad for Aves in the end. Yeah, they but, were drained. Yeah. yeah, and then they had. Then they. Then they then came they, into the game. The last. The last, three minutes. the last two minutes, they were all over them, and they had two chances. I was shit myself, but. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Well, I took Edinburgh City, um, who suffered their first loss at home all season. Yeah. Despite being one 0 up at home to a very average Queens Park team. I honestly two stopped pu- looking at it. Two goals in about four minutes, fiftieth and fifty fourth minute, or something, and then that was it. Speaking to a guy that was at the game, you'll know Martin Harvey. Aye. And he says that's some of the best football he's seen Queen's Park play all season. Yeah. He was he was well very deserved elated win, about apparently. That. Yeah. And I was like, that's the sort of information, Martin, that maybe, you know, I would like at half time. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, Oh, we, we played really know. well first half and I thought we'd go on and win it. I was like, Well, you know. Throws a bone here, mate. <laughs> he <laughs> you, just takes you with cash. You wouldn't cash out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't gonna cash. I meant to back them. Ah <laughs> switch allegiances. Ah. <laughs> No, you're right, I wouldn't cash out. That's... And my banker let us down at five o'clock on Friday. It was a terrible, terrible game of football that I couldn't even watch as a yep. live game. I was watching the Bet365 animation. That's nil- what I, w- I was doing that also. Oh, and nil-nil, Ammonia Pathos. I have no information that leads me to believe that they left the Pathos's box during the <laughs> yes. second half. They just had the sprite moving like uh, <laughs> just out 
back in, out, back in. It was just, oh, I, you know, Ammonia up to the end, so up at even till 90, 90 plus two or three to one. I know. That gives you an indication of how much they were battering them. But yeah, staying out of Cyprus. My value was in Australia. Perth glory at home to Adelaide. 3-0 win. As comfortable as I said it would be. They should never even priced at 45. They were evens after five minutes. So I don't know why as well. Diego Castro is my favourite player to watch, man. He's so good. I watched him. He just loves mugging people off. He's like he's, Ronaldinho. He's such a... But he's more of a dickhead. Yeah. He just strikes me as an absolute <laughs> dick. You know, I just absolutely love him. And I hope that he doesn't retire because he has 38. Mm-hmm. Because I now will send the request to Ziggy Gordon at next time. They've already played each other twice in the league, so they won't play again. It will be a request of, please get me that shirt. Yeah. And you don't get to keep it. <laughs> you send it over here. Send it here. It, 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 just, it, it was like watching Raquel me at Villarreal. It was just enjoyable to have no interest in the team, mm-hmm. but just really enjoy watching him take the piss out of people. It's, I, I like when you pick one of those games, because I get up on a Saturday morning, like nine o'clock, just watch the second half, chill out, and then like, oh, that's one of our picks in. That's good. Yeah, it was beautiful. Talking about his age, though, this week, Yokohama <laughs> yeah. re-signed their like eldest player in Japanese football. He's 50-odd. Yeah. It's amazing. I once 52, had, I think, yeah. and that's him still playing I in won- the Japanese J-League. I once had a, a chat manager game where I think, remember in chat manager in like 1997, you could go international managers only if you typed in their name as the manager. The name. actual manager. So if you typed Craig, Craig Brown, Brown you could for go the Scotland one. So I went to Scotland and Ali McCoy, at the age of like 38, got the Dumbarton player's manager's job. But there must have been a glitch in the game, whereas if you got a player manager job, you never retired. So <laughs> as was, long as you were still manager. As long as you're still manager. So it's about 2020 and it's the Norwegian World Cup mm-hmm. <laughs> that we're qualified for. And I'm looking at strikers and I'm just mucking about. And literally I'm down at like the half a million and there's Ali McCoy. So I'm going, oh, fucking regen. And I've typed, clicked on it and he's 58 years old or something like that. <laughs> fucking called him up for a game against San Marino and he scored. <laughs> That's amazing. It's like, hey, the player wants to pass a message on coach. Let me die. <laughs> Let me die. Uh, my value bet was Wraith Rovers away at Forfer. Um, this game ended one all. Um, after four for two the lead in the first half Wraith Rovers equalised about 20 minutes to go I think and just couldn't go over the line and uh, my value came in it was Avaranches at home to GFC Ajaccio uh, they won 1-0 uh, it was relatively comfortable for them that game I did actually catch bits of uh, Ajaccio are not good they're a, they're a garbage team and they're the, the kind of team that you can I would continually back on if they weren't playing a team that were also pish this week so um, yeah my outsider was in the Spanish Cup Sunday morning, Zamora at home to Mallorca. Mallorca won 1 0. It was a pretty nothing game. It was game. pretty dire. Yeah. 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 It was even. And it was more annoying because I had over 1.5 on a different coupon and it killed it. It's, Sunday, it's the first game in Sunday on my overs. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not rebacking because it's like 20 games. It's too much effort. Yeah. I took Setable at home to Sporting Lisbon. Setable went off at 14 to 1 on Bet365. <laughs> for the win here um, they ended up losing 3-1 it did seem a bit closer than that they had more shots than Sporting Sporting's third goal came really late in the game I mean yeah. I was, was kind of hoping they might get back into it in the last half hour or so But when they got that goal and come back to 2-1 you yeah. think oh maybe they can go get a charge but they don't score many goals no. like one's pretty much all they're getting per mm-hmm. 90 minutes so for a 14-1 shot I'm not going to complain too that. much and uh, my outsider was Nancy versus Valenciennes and uh, Nancy won one nil. Valenciennes apparently the goal chopped off courtesy of Andy telling us on the Bet three six five notifications. It is the most trigger happy runner of that data. Oh, is, Bet three six five just give out goal alerts. Yeah, it's, I, I suspect see when I was I think suspended because you all you're already messaging us when that's still suspended online, yeah. and I go, "There's not go- there's, it, there's something still being reviewed or not happened yet." So. How do you think they do their goal notifications? Do you I think, think they employ a guy at every stadium, like a season ticket holder my un- or somebody? My under- think, I think that's a possibility. My understanding was that it was one company that was doing this for the whole Europe. So why are Bet365 always just trigger happy on the boom, goal? Maybe it's maybe the bookies or the other ones don't update their site until it gets confirmed. I don't know. They, they must hold off and go, it seems- is there definitely... Because it seems to me like someone in the crowd has seen the ball, like, you know, when the ball hits the side net yeah. and there's a little ripple and he's just pressed it excitedly. Go! Yeah. Or, or, or no. 
dislike because it's not always to do with VAR. Like sometimes you just get that's spurious side, goal yeah. alerts. Well, no, 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 that's, just that's the nonsense ones. Third division. I've been I've been sitting yeah. watching. I've been sitting watching a game at Dundee United and got a goal alert and like looked at it and gone, I'm watching this game. The ball's out for a throw in. Yeah. Like what is going on? I think it's because they got stung a couple of years ago with people watching live tennis and putting uh, money on who yes. won the points. So they would be sitting, guy sitting a live tennis, and he's like, he's about to win the point. Eight fifteen or what? Eight fifteen. There's two hundred quid on that. So I reckon they are happier to take the hit and go. Sorry, I then, would fuck the notifications aye. as opposed to actually shell out money. Yes. Yeah. And all, we won the charity bet. Wasn't the worst week, but it's not been as good as we've been getting. We've been happy with the bankers recently, and I, I was really disappointed that I, I think that's the most bankers I've won back to back. I think it was f- a four or five in a row. We're rolling. Yeah, yeah. I was. On well, a you guys have been. Well. You guys have been decent at bankers. For I'll a while, need to check mine because like I don't. November. I don't think I've missed one in a while. Yeah, I'd need to. We'd, we'd all been. We'd all been rolling. I was yeah. off the back of two perfect weeks. Thanks to non-runner in fairness for one of the outsiders, <laughs> yeah. but even still, you did say non-runner no bet, which gives you the credence <laughs> to say that. Um, some of the guys on our Facebook group, if you're wanting to get involved in the community, just type Trampled Bet Podcast into Facebook. We've got about 120 guys in, I think now, all sharing different information. We all know about different stuff. So thanks very much to Jason Stott, who spotted Benfica B, um, a cracking bet at the weekend. They won 4 0. Went off to 3 uh, 3 5 on and, 365. Yeah. <laughs> Superb. Um, obviously, Stuart Buchanan with the same Red Star shout that you had. Yep. Ben Grant last night on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Ice hockey is something I know the total sum of fuck all about. Mm-hmm. Nothing at all. But I guess, you know, he doesn't post very much and he seemed pretty confident. So I followed that. On the puck line, so that's minus one and a half handicap. And um, the Pittsburgh Penguins won 7 3 against Minnesota Wild. So. Very profitable for everyone involved there. Uh, George Jones has been hitting out with some solid winners as well in the under-23s and reserves league. Yeah, um, a, cu- a couple over the last few days and he's fairly consistent at that. After he had a, he'd a, he'd a bad run for a couple of he had a couple of ones that were not as great, but he's he's really picked up. Christmas has been good to him. <laughs> and um, thanks to Jacob Feldman from Panama for getting in touch on the Facebook group. Yes. It's always good to have new members from around the globe. So hopefully we get some... Uh, some Panama Football League action mm-hmm. and tips soon. Yeah, and again, when you see picks, contact us either on Twitter or on the Facebook group because we've said this, I think, a million times now, but if you are a new listener, we are not experts. We are going to be doing the same research as you guys are doing. We're bringing suggestions. We'll debate with each other on our picks. I think the definition also- of an expert is someone that's put 7,000 hours in. I'm probably an expert. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. As are as are you two. Should we don't, should don't we just downplay say then, it, John? Should we say then it's still gambling? <laughs> it's still gambling. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're not charging any money for this. It's a free podcast. I think is is, is what you're getting. Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. review of Scottish players abroad it's picking up a wee bit again it's expanding it is it's picking up a little bit we'll start with Claire Emsley because I would say that's the, the highlight of the week Melbourne City won 4-0 against Canberra she played the full 90 minutes they're top of the league they're four clear they're absolutely rolling in it she got her first goal from penalty spot she won the penalty she then won the next penalty to make it 3-0 <laughs> but there's like a we watch the clip watch the highlights back they are debating. She wanted to take it again. But the highlights are there. We need to be careful with the highlights. I think my new routine is tagging the television company as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that they can then know, oh, this guy's got our stuff. Uh, let's take it down. Yeah, well, my, my thinking is we've not been doing that. And I was speaking to, on the left side, who said whenever they use clips from BT or whatever, they just say, as Gary said on BT. Check it out on at BT Sports. So what, what, all I'm doing now is going, highlights of this, including Claire Emsley, thank you to for the footage. Because I feel like if you then pull it down for copyright, you're going, what the fuck are we doing here? Do, for, do you not want this content for, shared? For people who, yeah, exactly. For people who don't know this, we're on our second strike yep. for DMCA sharing. takedowns. I honestly didn't really know that existed on Twitter because of how much stuff's shared. Yeah constantly because the assumption is if you've got a game of football surely you want people but to you're watch sharing the footage their, you're sharing their official, official footage things. it's not like you recording your TV screen so we've had one warning from Alcorcon 
so La Liga 2, whoever's run that, and both had one warning from Cotterick and Fraser Hornby. So you might see us stop sharing the highlight packages on Twitter, but we'll, until we get the Surely first, they put it on Twitter so people retweet it. They don't put them on Twitter. They go out on, I guess, local channels. Ah, yeah. So, Claire Ramsey's top of the league. Ziggy Gordon, Central Coast Mariners won 3-2 against Melbourne Victory. He played the full 90 minutes. That's them off bottom. They are four points clear. This is about a wild game. It's amazing. <laughs> so this was one each going into the 87th minute. And Victory scored. Melbourne then got a penalty. Well, the penalty wasn't given. So it's <laughs> went to VAR. It's definitely a penalty. The defender climbs all over him. Gets the penalty. Matt Simon scores, which is his 49th goal for Central Coast at the time. And mm-hmm. what I think was the 94th minute. Yep. He then wins a flick on for Jordan Murray, who then runs between two defenders and one of them just pushes him. Yeah. Off, kind of off the ball. He's taking a touch wide, but pushes him over. That goes to VAR review, gets given the penalty as well. And Matt Simon scores a winner in the 101st minute. Yes. Of the match. And that was his 50th goal. It was a fucking beautiful penalty as well. And off the crossbar. And that was game dead. So that was like a positive VAR story. Because it was also a goal that would have put Central Coast 2-1 up. That was chopped. That was chopped off. And to me, it didn't seem offside at all because of players crossing over. But it was like a good... His leg was... It's hard to describe. Podcast is hard to describe people's body shapes. It is. But he did a good... His leg was a good half yard well offside. It wasn't like a heel. And I've said this before. It's the one thing Australia are doing good is it's one review, one clip, and they go, no, that is a penalty. Or that is offside. We can see clearly. We're not going to get out and fucking draw a line. We're just going to go. No, that that's offside. We can tell. <laughs> and we were we were talking before we started this. Everyone's getting bored of English football, and it's ruining the Scottish debate on having VAR. We've uh, because we, we look down south and go fuck that. It looks fucking horrid, but it was the Arsenal game I was talking about. It took three minutes to send off a Bamiang, and I'd said to you after one replay. That's a red card. It doesn't need it doesn't need seven, eight replays to decide it's a red card all day long. Jing are terrified of just getting a wrong call yes. despite the fact they have technology. Yep. Maybe, but then what's the point? Don't have it just don't have it then. If you're yep. not going to use it correctly, just don't have it. So it's taken too long to make simple decisions, which is my worry. The only annoyance was, and I can't fucking find the clip of it. Norwich Arsenal, November twenty eighth for Sunday. Kenny McLean has the exact same tackle on Gendouzi. Exact same. Goes over the ball, catches him on his shin, straight leg tackle, gets given a yellow card. There's four replays of it. You know it's a red card. It doesn't go to VAR review to get overturned. So Aubameyang got booked and upgraded to a red card. So the same refs don't know what they're doing. Nah, they're... they're... And, and that's what I want to keep getting fucking through to people is it's the refs. It's too inconsistent. It's still referees watching these videos. No, it's not a fucking robot interpreting the decisions. It's a referee going, oh, aye, that's, I don't know, that looks like a red, maybe a red, don't know. Have you seen, <clears throat> Paddy Power obviously have very good social media channels, have you seen their little sitcom sketch called The Var Room? No. Right, search for it, it's funny. Right, okay. And, uh, not to be advertising a particular bookmaker here, but they are very good and they at keep being humorous. On, yeah. um, and they've got like these little three minute short sketches called The Var Room, and it's what happens in The Var Room. That's good. It is good. You'd, you'd enjoy I'll, it. I'll get on that. that. That does sound like something I'd be well up for. Yeah, so it was just a good VAR story and I still think England are terrible at using it and it shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> like, aye, pundits are using this all the time to analyse decisions. These refs should just be doing the same thing. Aye. It shouldn't be this hard. We'll go back to Scots Abroad. Jordan Holsgrove, who's our newest one with CB yes, Belleras. A... Well, he won't be our newest one if your man goes to Inter-Miami. Who's linked with Inter-Miami? Celtic striker. Oh, Morgan? Yeah, Lewis Morgan. Yeah. I mean, Bex. Uh, do they start this year? Yes. Oh, yes. That would be good. That would be good. Expand a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that then. Anyway, so sorry, yeah, George, Jordan Holesgrove for um, UD Baleris. So they, they won 3-1 against Langreo. They are now second in that division, which I think is Secunda 2B. They are two points behind Atletico Madrid B in the 2B Division 2. So, <laughs> good I just luck. like how you're saying like Segunda and then you would think you might say the other letters and numbers also maybe in Spanish. No, 2B. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what B would be in Spanish. B. B. 
<laughs> I would guess. Yeah. So Holsgrove scored an absolute screamer the previous week. He did. From a Gareth Bale type free kick with open foot. Took the corner for the first goal. Great fucking corner. The view is brilliant of the highlights we've shared because it's definitely somebody at pitch side. Aye. But it's like good camera work, so it's actually quite exciting. The other two goals are very nicely worked. They do the thing that I really don't like. They don't show any of the goals for the opposition. Yeah. So the highlights look like 3-0, but it was 3-1. Arsenal style. Yes. <laughs> Charlie Gilmore, Telstar have won 2-2 two and two since the, the return from the winter break. Yeah. They beat Eindhoven 2-0. They're in the playoff spots, but to be clear, the playoff spots are anything from 8 upwards of a 15... Team league. Team league, so... You just need to be 50% as good as everyone else. I love those playoffs, man. See the Belgian league? That's the most mental one for oh, playoffs. Welcome to the, the the hell zone of being in the playoffs, but also one point away from being relegated. Or, there's, there's like or, 16 or, teams or every or team in the second division that doesn't get promoted having a chance to be in the Europa League. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Every team, just to repeat that, every team in the second division that doesn't get promoted, which is one team, playoff and the chance to get Europa League so you could finish second bottom of the second division and get some we reward a Scottish Cup winner with yeah <laughs> I think it's in the I think in the top league I think there's only two spaces you can yeah. finish in the entire league that means you do not have a post season as it were that's Newcastle zone that, that's <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> right there seven, the sweet spot I mean maybe that's where you want to be just go on holiday early. Yeah, exactly. Like, super. I think the two teams like make themselves up for it. Like, right, boys, we're going to go to Gran Canaria, right? We'll book it out. Our draw's what we need, right? <laughs> they went to it out. The first goal was a, a lovely soul run by Tafsan, I believe his name is. Lovely right foot finish. The second goal was scored by Karshut, who's now scored this 14 from 14, including a goal against Ajax as well. He's the top scorer in that division. He's 24 years old, technically very good. He's about six foot two. Reminds me a wee bit of uh, John Carew alright okay. so I'm keeping an eye on him going can we like Andy so maybe like Dundee United like if they get promoted they lose Shankland get a couple of million go to Telstar pick up this 24 year old Dutch boy he's playing the second division so. sounds alright with me Yeah. although I think with our new owners we're looking a lot to American players is that how it's going to be going down? I think that's how it's going down. I thought you meant the Do you remember how Vladimir it? Romanov came in and just like imported the whole Lithuanian national team yeah. to hearts? I think we might be getting that, but maybe with like Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine not... there'll be like a, a podcast over in America and they've got like USA abroad. Aye, what's going on? Just following Dundee United. Yeah, yeah, clubs yeah. that are affiliated now with the United States. <laughs> Ryan Gold, Penafield beat Ferenza, Finale played the full 90 minutes. They absolutely battered them in the first half and then it was a sloppy goal they gave away and then they were caught in the counter-attack twice in the second half. But that's a 3-1 and 3-0 since the winter break so it's worked for Charlie Gilmore but it's not worked for Ryan Gold. Yeah. Um, they have a tough game this weekend. They're now second in the league. They're playing third in the league so if they win they can make a six-point gap between them and safe playoff which would be excellent. They're lucky that National have drawn the two games since the break as well where they'd be Maybe five, six points clear of them. Yeah. But yeah, and that's the Scots Abroad. We do not have a sponsor player anymore. So Michael Hewitt's killed that section. We Has will... he played for there yet? Is he? No. We'll keep an eye. Yeah. We will give him a wee mention if he gets on the pitch. Mm-hmm. There's some more for We'll go on to this week's picks. I'll just fire off to be in with. The banker, which is becoming a very usual thing for me to do, is Melbourne City versus Newcastle Jets. Over 1.5 goals. It is only 1 to 5, but I was struggling to see a banker that I really liked. Melbourne City scored 2 average at home. Newcastle Jets concede 3 average per away game. So you could go bigger on this. You could also go Melbourne City just to win at 1 to 2. Melbourne City to win over 2.5 goals is just under evens. There is good value there, but Melbourne City have had a couple of shock results throughout the season I would just be inclined just to take it simple if you're just looking for a nice 1-5 over 1.5 goals in that game should definitely be coming in okay on Sunday 2pm Inter Milan away at Lecce Lecce those 
those milk boys. There we go. <laughs> is that Sorry. what you're looking for? I, I left the milk boys. I left, I left the pause there because I thought that was coming. <laughs> uh, so into their second place, two points behind Juve. They've got 46 points from 19 matches. Lecce, 17th, only 15 points from their 19 matches. Lecce are the joint worst home performers in the entire league. Only four of their 15 points have come at home. Wow. Which is, yeah. In the Italian league? Yeah. That's exactly. metal. Exactly. Um, Inter are the best away from home performers in the league with 25 of their 46 points coming from their nine away games. So that's eight wins and one draw away from home all season, no losses. Form-wise, Inter have nine points from the last five. Lecce, one point from their last five. They've only played once in recent years and that was a 4-0 home win for Inter Milan. This should be a comfortable away win. I think odds of 1-3 are really good. Yeah, I feel pretty good. They won 4-1 last night. Did you see their game? I didn't watch it. There's a goal at, I can't remember whether it was at 0-0 or 1-0. Crossed in. It goes in the net. Lukaku's definitely offside. But he doesn't touch the ball. So the refs reviewed and the refs said to Lukaku, I mean, I can't guarantee this has happened, but this is what looked like happened. He's asked Lukaku if he's touched it. And he's went, yes. And he's went, well, you're offside. And disallowed the goal. Whereas if he'd fucking kept his mouth shut, they would have been 1-0 or 2-0 up at the time. So did he touch it? I can't see a touch on it. So you think he said yes because he wanted the goal goal against his name? Yeah. It's like the Harry Kane thing when Harry Kane claimed the goal that he's still to this day. (laughs) He was nowhere near it. On the replays that I've seen, it doesn't look like he's touched the ball. I just found it hilarious that the ref is on it. Obviously went like, for honesty. And if he'd been honest... But maybe he thinks he scored. Maybe he did think he got touched. So Th- that reminds me of just one of the one of the funniest TV moments in the whole world was. Do you remember The Apprentice when Donald Trump ran it, the American Apprentice? So it's the, it's the same as the British one, right? They do tasks, blah blah blah. And one week, the project manager Donald Trump's like to him, "Right, you've won immunity this week, so you choose two other people to come into the boardroom." And he went, "Well, I'm going to pick you know these two guys." And he goes, "And for my third one." I'm actually going to pick myself because I did such a good job you won't fire me and Donald Trump went that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard you're fired (laughs) 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 just love those moments that backfire anyway Inter Milan away at the Milk Boys away at Lecce 1-3 Sunday at 2 o'clock now I will bring you much more local to Cove Rangers versus Cowdenbeath now Cove Rangers have played 18 matches in 2019 at home and they sorry, they played nineteen matches and they've won eighteen of them and they've drawn one against Dundee. That was their and which they then lost. So that sounds incredibly similar to Edinburgh City's home record that went to <laughs> shit last week. Well let's hope Cove don't do well, I've also backed Edinburgh City later on, so um yeah, so Cove, Cove Rangers are playing against Cowdenbeath. Cove are winning everything at the moment, they're doing really, really well. Cowdenbeath away have lost their I think they haven't scored in five away games. Yes, so they, they've drawn one and lost the rest. What was the score in that draw? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so they are um, they, they are not very good away from home. They're actually pretty good at home. Um, but I expect Cove Rangers will win and you're getting them at 1-3. It's the best home record versus the third worst away record. So I'm quite comfortable. And I'm going to even add something to that. I'm going to say it's going to be 3-1 to Cove Rangers. You want a correct score on 3-1? 3-1. I, that is 11-1. Fucking yes. <laughs> where's the, where's this come from? You never pull correct scores out there. Um, it's just my Monday night performance. Cove inspired them. Cove have been firing a lot of goals recently. Cowden Beef, although they're not scoring, do average roughly a goal a game. Cove are bang on three a game at home. Yeah. So I think this three one. Yeah, I'm really. I don't know why. I've been looking at it and I kept looking and going. This is going to be three one. This is going to be three one this weekend. That's so bold, John. I woke up with that and it was Shambly versus some other. <laughs> and it was nil nil. <laughs> yeah, Q, Q Cowed and Beef been two 0 up after ten minutes. To be fair, on Monday evening, Gordon got a correct score double up. Turned, was, a, turned a free bet. I was fucking too busy. Oh, what just, was it into like three hundred and twenty five quid? Three five, three three five back. And if it hadn't been a free bet, I'd have cashed it out long before because. You know, it feels like actual money, but because I left it, but I left my phone alone and left it, went to another room. I, wanted, <laughs> so I, 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 wanted to, I was wondering why you weren't replying because I want to check our WhatsApp group. I think as soon as it came in, I was like, if you haven't cashed this out, I am so proud of you. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, it was it was, it was was a really good, it was 2 0 Parma. 2 0 Parma and 2 1 for Lorient versus uh, Kayan. 
But yeah, so I'm taking Cove at home to count beef. They're 1-3, 100% home record. Let's go Cove. I am going to the Portuguese second division and it's Casapia at home to Valzim. I'm going to take Valzim, who are the away team, at 13-10. to Casapia, the team that Benfica absolutely scudded. Yeah, Benfica beat. Uh, 4-0. Um, they are the worst home team. They have one win out of eight. They've lost the other seven. Valzim, they don't have an amazing way record, but they've won three of the last five away from home. So they're okay. They are sixth in the league, so they're a decent side, but it's just the fact that Casapia have only won once in their eight home games in the league that 13-10 to 10 looks too good for me. And they've conceded four goals in their first two games since the winter break, so they are shipping a shit ton. So I'm quite content with Valzim away to Casapia. Don't know whether it's Saturday, Saturday or Sunday, but you can find that out for your betting app. It's definitely not Friday. That's all I know. <laughs> right. I just. I'm in the English Liga DOS on Saturday. So <laughs> <laughs> you can see what I've done there. All about the jokes. English League 2, Saturday, 3 pm. Plymouth at home to Mansfield. Plymouth are fifth. That's but good enough to be joint third, actually, on 44 points, 25 matches. Against Mansfield, who are 19th. Plymouth are top of the league's five-game form table, 12 points out of possible 15. Mansfield only have four points over the same span. The team's played nine times at Plymouth ground in the last 20 years, right, since 1999. Eight wins for Plymouth, one draw. Plymouth just have the better of this game historically, have the better of this game in recent times, have the better form, have the better league position, have the better pretty much everything. And I think even money for a for a home win here is tremendous value. I think they need to score two. I think Mansfield will score. That's my only concern. Fine, they can win two one three they one. They can, they can. Do I'm, whatever the hell I'm, they I'm, like. I just see Mansfield seem to score a lot of goals. I mean, they seem to lose loads of fucking games, but they still score goals. So my value, uh, I am moving to the. But uh, I was trying to do La Liga, but in an English accent, <laughs> like so. it's league, league, as in the Spanish, <laughs> the league. league, the league, round twenty. Um, so yeah, so I'm taking, and this is, I think, this is my bet of the week. Truthfully, I, I looked. Not at even, this, that's not even a segment. It's, or not a even, thing. it's not even a segment. But I looked at this, and I, I because of what happened with that a separate game where I couldn't find that price again. I took a screenshot to make sure in case it drops drastically. So I've got Valencia away at Mallorca. Valencia, are the form team in the league at the moment, eleven points. Mallorca have won from the last five games. Um, Valencia are playing away. They're not fantastic away, but they're not dreadful. They're ninth in the league. Mallorca at home, they're nothing to write home about. They got a recent result against Real Madrid, but. That was a freak result. They were five to one, and Real Madrid battered them, and they just they scored in the fifth minute, and that was it. You're getting Valencia at 20, uh, twelve to eleven away from home. I, I, I I'm going to be all over this, and Valencia have been doing pretty well recently. They had uh, they beat Ajax, and I think it was a was that a friendly over the thing. Yeah, they beat Ajax a friendly over the over the Christmas break, so they've been doing pretty well. They drew with Valladolid was the only thing for the most recent game. But they beat Levante, they've been, uh, they beat Espanyol recently. They've been getting draws against some good teams, Atletico Madrid and Lille, in their last few games. So they're playing all right away from home. At Mallorca are nothing to write home about. We backed against them for uh, when they were playing against whoever it was, and they won 1-0, I think it was you last week. Zamora. Zamora. Zamora had chances. And to be fair, looking at the two... First thing I did was look at the lineups. They only rested two players. Yeah. So that was pretty much the... F- Full strength side out against that, a team that's a team two, that needs two three divisions below yeah. them. We need a week up run here. And one yeah. of my bankers a couple of weeks ago, just before the break, was Mallorca Sevilla over one point five goals. Sevilla won two 0 Yeah, I don't think Mallorca had a shot at goal. They lost to Betis recently as well at Mallorca. Uh, uh, Valencia over evens. I'm happy with that as my value for this week, and I, I am going to be all over it. I almost took this as my, my bankers and over 1.5 at 1 to 3, which I think is fucking excellent odds. And both teams to score is just under evens as well, which is fucking brilliant and all. Yeah. So I was like looking at this game for a few other things. I just wasn't ballsy enough to take to take it. Valencia. I just, I don't think I've actually picked, like outside of taking like a Barca or a Thetico Madrid to win at home, I don't think I've ever got a Spanish game up that's been outside of them. So I'm a wee bit hesitant to ever pick a winner. Aye, but you're all right to go to like the. Slovakian fifth I know, division. I know those leagues. <laughs> <laughs> My outsider is in the Scottish Cup. It's Bonnie Rig Rose at home to Clyde. I'm going for the home team who you're getting now at three to one. Was eleven to four when we did this. Bonnie Rig have played twenty games this season, one eighteen, drawn one and lost one. So they're just so the way the Scottish League works is a north and south division. 
just below Highland and Lone, just below League Two. Clyde are in League One just now. They won League Two last year. No, they went up for the playoffs, didn't they, last year? Yeah. Um, Clyde are in very indifferent form away from home. Um, they've played in the same 20 games they've played this season. They've won seven, drawn five, and lost eight. Bonnie Rose are a good side. Like, they're a really good low and league side. Mm-hmm. I really, really fancy them to give Clyde a good game. I don't know how serious Clyde will take this because their priority has really got to be the league, but also it's a chance to maybe get a, a draw, get through and get a draw against the Rangers Celtic and try and make some money on the TV. But for the odds you were getting, Bonnie Rose are the form team in that league. I just really fancied them. It just stood out when I looked at it. I went, aye, that, that's got potential to be a fucking huge upset. Don't think there's a lot between the sides. So I'm going Bonnie Rose in the Scottish Cup at Old McClyde on Saturday, 3-1. to one. My Outsiders in the English Premier League, Saturday, 3pm, is Brighton versus Aston Villa. So Brighton are 14th placed and Villa 18th. Neither of them, obviously, well, they're both struggling this year. Brighton, 24 points from 22 games. Villa, 21 points from the same amount of games. So only three points separate the teams. Brighton are heavy odds on to win this game. Yeah. Three to five to win this game. And I don't think there's that much of a difference between the two sides. And when you investigate it a wee bit further, despite struggling overall, Villa are actually pretty good in the first half of matches. They've been winning at halftime eight games, drawing eight games, losing six games. Brighton don't tend to score in the first half. I'm going to take Aston Villa to be leading at half time at odds of four to one. Four to one. So I don't really care how the game ends, but I've got a feeling that you know four to one is too big a price uh, based on sort of the form just now. And Villa also won them um, the home fixture this tie Ireland season two one one away one away at Brighton in the cup the League Cup last year as well. I just think it, who's who's betting on Brighton at three to five. Yeah, they're not, yeah, yeah I'm not who's who's them. looking at that price and thinking this is a good thing for me to have in my coupon? Doesn't mean the, the Brighton won't win, mm-hmm. but I just think you know if you look through the other markets, Aston Villa to be leading at half time is is a pretty big price at four to one. So that's my outsider. Nice, I quite, I quite like that. Because Brighton, like I took a note, is Brighton have scored in the first half and only three occasions in the last ten games. So you really just need Villa to score and hope it's seven of the ten. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's it. So fingers crossed. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. So my outsider is Brighton. But <laughs> 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 three to five. <laughs> um, so my outsider again, I, I feel was a, a, a great bet this week is Sivaspor away at Besiktas. So Besiktas last night drew with a team in the cup two each, where they played. Um, Besiktas drew it last night in the cup to a team they played that were basically like Dundee. So they're they're in the division down, but they're playing quite well. So. I've uh, they've got so they they drew two each last night. Sivaspor are the form team in the Super League. They've got thirteen points from the last five games. Away from home, Sivaspor have been pretty good. Besiktas have been good at home. I, I'm I'm not debating that. But if you look, Sivaspor's last few games have been brilliant. They've been beating people convincingly away from home. They're three to one here, and at, for a team that crashed out last night with almost a full squad together to a um, to a, a lower league team. At, I think Sivaspor at 3-1 to here is a good price. Yeah, and they won the reverse fixture as well, so I, I think that is really good. They did. Um, they won 2-1 at Besiktas last time they played, a, away from home. I'm a fan of this pit. Good. For being a 3-1 outsider, it's pretty fucking good. Good to hear. So two 3-1 shots and one 4-1 shot will make a mighty Trixie. It shall. It shall. I'll be using my £5 free sky bet on all our picks. That's, that's what I'm going to do with it every week. All 12. Just all of them and just hope. Just hope that that 300 grand comes in. Mm -hmm. On your charity bet, I guess we just need to keep doing these reminders. £10 of our own money, one pick each. Treble bet, all winnings go to uh, 12 fundraising a month for Beats and Charity on Paul Sheeran's fund, which we've already spoken about. We had a slow start with the charity bets, and we have really picked up. Well, I think we've given over the, the flag sponsorship, and there's been some winnings that we've transferred into account because the Just Given page was being 
changed round so it was going direct. I think we're giving about seven hundred, eight hundred pounds. We've been doing really well. Yeah, which is all of our own money. I and mean, we don't. I guess we're quite good at pushing the podcast, but I think we're probably a bit quiet on this one. This is fucking just our own money. It's a good new, and it's a good news story. Like, how easy would it be for us to want a fucking coupon and go? I mean, it was sixty quid. <laughs> we just fucking keep it. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good sixteen pound there, the, the charity. <laughs> But yeah, it's, I, I think as well, and um, having seen the set up last night, they're obviously they, they're a, a very serious charity. Yeah. Like when you were mentioning it, you were ah, oh, my mate runs a, you know, like he's, he's, he runs this charity. It's they're excellent, really, really good. He's so, good, man. Yeah. My charity pick is from UFC two four six. So, you've yours is Hamilton Edinburgh City. Do you want to go first? Because I want to make sure because I think mine's is the last pick. Yes. Of it. So, so I. After last night, I I thought right, it'd be good to hit a big charity coupon, right? Like do one. So um, I'm taking Hamilton, uh, Edinburgh City, Edinburgh City away are eight to one. Right, this is where I'm confused because I thought this was your outside. No, no, this this sport was your charity. This is this is my uh, this is my charity bet. So Edinburgh City are eight to one away from home against Hamilton. They're up from seven to one. My originally quoted price. Um, We've all watched Hamilton and we all want them to get relegated because they're terrible and they just are. But, the, but I, the reason they don't get relegated is because their home matches on that horrible pitch. No one else plays well on it. No right. one goes to Hamilton and plays well on that plastic fucking. But do you know what? Horrible do you know pitch. what stuff is heading with City? Play on every play week. On. I yeah. know, but even even to, even other teams, there seems to be something about that pitch at Hamilton that just other teams hate. That and Livingston, people are not a fan of that. But I think at eight to one, Edinburgh City are a really good team. This is the kind of game I would rate like that Cove Rangers versus Dundee. I don't think Hamilton and Dundee are that far away from each other, really, in, in ability level. Edinburgh City have been playing really well with that blip at the weekend against Queens Park. Eight to one's a big price. Hamilton, I mean, for all intensive purposes, probably won't care as much as Edinburgh Edinburgh City about this game. This is why I like this. Yeah, in, in, I think intense. And purposes. Hearts are at home to Airdrie in the Scottish Cup. I looked and, at that. And that's realistically who Hamilton need to stay above. One way or another is stay above Hearts at all costs. And I think they might be looking at this as going, it would be beneficial for us to have a week off if Hearts are going to have a week on. Yeah. We don't need the... We get games against Rangers Celtic on TV. We don't really need an extra one for the big lure of money we could do with giving some some squad players a game giving everyone a rest I I know we've had the winter break but they kind of want to ease everyone in give everyone off start next week and and go from there I think 81 for a team who are used to winning games is good yeah I agree you don't want to you don't want to be as I said in the last one who's picking the home team I would not be touching I would not be (laughs) touching Hamilton who's picking a heavy odds on Hamilton I would not be touching Hamilton so I like the fucking eight to one because that's fucking going to be a massive cut now. Aye, if the charity yeah, bit comes in, because yours, yours is big as well. Yeah, brilliant. Right, mine, mine's almost a banker. Like, I almost had it. As, <laughs> I almost had it as my value bet. What one do you think is going to let the charity? <laughs> yeah, wow, see if this, see if this lets the charity bet down. I'll be amazed. It's Nottingham Forest at home to Luton in the England Championship Sunday at noon. You'll get Nottingham Forest at odds of four to six. Luton are terrible. They're away form is rotten. They've lost their last 10 away games in a row. They're bottom of the league's away form table. They're, you know, they've gained only six points in the road all season through 14 matches. Yeah, and that it was two wins. Very... It wasn't even gaining a lot of draws. Yeah. It was just two wins. And 12 losses. Uh, Forest are a decent team. They're currently fifth in the league with 44 points from 26 matches. They're so much better than Luton. They should win this comfortably. I will probably be including this on various other bets and things that I do at the weekend. I just think um, it's a pretty good game. I mean, you can watch it because it'll be the TV game Sunday at noon. For higher odds as well, Forrest and over 2.5 as well because Luton ship they just shit shit ton of goals, man. It's brutal. I was laughing watching the, the Swansea-Cardiff game that was fucking predictably nil-nil after both of them had been beat in the last two weeks, 6-1 and 5-1 off QPR. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then have a fucking boring. Did you look at QPR this week? Because I had a wee look at them as well. Who are they playing? Leeds at home. What? Both teams to score. Well, I don't know. Just well, QPR, QPR, QPR are, are, both, are, teams are teams. They both teams to score and over one point five goals team. So all over both of them. I mm-hmm. bet the odds in over one point five goals in that game will be fucking dreadful though. Yeah, you'll be getting like one eight for that because it's 
pretty nailed on. My charity pick is UFC 246. It's the return of the Mac. So Conor McGregor is back in the octagon. First fight. So he took a full year out after the Habib fight. He's fighting Donald Cerrone, who is all right. I mean, he's fought fucking almost 50 times. Yeah. So he's not a... He's not an easy opponent, but for me, just, I don't know if I'm believing the hype, but I listen to all the UFC podcasts and every single person is saying the exact same thing, which is McGregor's not been like this in like five years or ever. And every every interview he's done is he's knocking the guy out in the first round. And anytime he's really said that previously, he's fucking knocked the guy out in the first round. Cerrone has been stopped by a Southpaw fighter, which is Conor McGregor's stance, three times of the last five Southpaw fights within the first round and the other ones in the second round so he is going to get stopped by him it's just when UFC rounds are five minutes so that's a fucking shit ton of time if you catch somebody early Cerrone in his last few fights have taken a long time to get started so if he comes into the ring like that McGregor just needs to happen once and that's it so I'm going for McGregor in the first round it's seven to four He's, he is going to take him out. It's just a matter of whether it's the first or second round. Yeah. Because McGregor's notorious for being really fucking quick out and then struggling in the third and fourth. Do you like that? Uh, I did like that, John. The, 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 the third and fourth rounds and then really struggling if he gets to a fifth just to pull through. But I honestly do believe the hype in this. I do think he's going to fucking knock him out early, quick, and it's going to be fucking brutal. And Masvidal-esque. And at that point... Not, 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 that <laughs> not quick, quite that. And then at that point our massive charity bet will be in because yeah. Edinburgh City will have won when is the ga- when's the fight it's 6am on Sunday right so it won't be in because the Nottingham Forest games oh, is it Sunday Sunday at noon yeah. right so we'll, we'll be all watching what six, hour, we'll be, what we'll, six we'll, hours of sport that is like. imagine that <laughs> you, you, I know well, see, if, see if they both come in you will be looking at me going you've got, two, you've got a 2 you've got a 2-3 shot are we, here are we, are we cashing out here Andy nope <laughs> should we not cash out and give just good money to charity I fall, no I fall on that sword Uh <laughs> And to say to all the guys in the the Facebook group that were on my BDO darts bet, unlucky. Um, I never cashed that out. So it was before both tournaments started, the women and the men's. Uh, Makuru Suzuki and Jim Williams double twenty quid double returned something like three hundred and forty quid. Um, Makuru Suzuki won her final on Friday evening after making it through the whole tournament. Jim Williams made the final on Saturday, went two sets to nil up, and then lost. Um, so obviously, I returned zero for that. Yeah. Um, I think the cash out probably would have got up to something good um, but yeah so probably the boys in the, the trample bet group we probably lost more money than the actual winner got yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've been following the news on that but it's been uh, the BDO Darts organisation they don't it, know how much to pay. I keep seeing people do know. Going, it's what? 23,000 to the winner considering it was 100,000 last year that's uh, horrendous Yeah. Um, so Yep, when the PDC Darts Premier League starts up, I'll be back on that with my with my normal darts shouts. There was a couple of other things I wanted to point out, and it's quite funny because uh, James McIver has just messaged me about the UFC. So he's picked up on the Pettis thing. I think we were talking about this on Twitter earlier. Right. Anthony Pettis is fighting Diego Ferreira, who is on a fucking five-win streak. So Diego Ferreira is good. Pettis has this fucking record of win-loss, 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 win-loss. He's off the back of a loss against the <laughs> He's 2-1, so he's the outsider. The other guy's 2-5. It's similar to the Hamilton and Brighton thing. I would not be touching Ferreira against Pettis because if Pettis kicks him once in the body, he's fucked for the rest of the fight and that'll stop him. 2-1 for people who don't watch UFC. That's really good odds. Both podcasts that I really listen to that cover UFC are um, Big Burn Breakdown, which is Brendan Shaw who used to fight in UFC and Ariel Hawani, who's essentially the fucking... Sky Sports of UFC. The Julian Bagley, yeah, his name is. Yeah, Aye, that's it. Both of them, when seeing the odds of 2-1, they both said the exact same thing. Was like, Why is Pettis 2-1? And his brother was on, and his brother said he's definitely not injured or anything, so there's no reason for him to be such an outsider. So that's good at 2-1. Morris Green is fighting Alexei Olenek. Alexei Olenek is old as fuck. He's fought like 80 times, <laughs> but he is old. Morris Green's not young, but he will beat him. But it's coming at 8 to 11. I had it at 75 this morning. So I'm less interested in that pick now yeah. because the odds have went complete odds on. He's now the favourite. I was interested at 75, but not now. But yeah, if you happen to be getting up, the only issue being the UFC pay-per-view pay-per-view this time because it's McGregor back and they want to stop. They've got BT in they generally. Yeah. That's shite. But they want people to stop using BT logins. 
in America because that's what they were doing. Ah. So instead of buying the pay-per-view, they were just getting mates who had BT logins and watching it online. So because it's such a big draw and it's McGregor, it's been moved. Holly Holm against Raquel Pennington. He's put Holly Holm. I really don't know. I would be doing a second round. This is only three rounds. I'd do a second round stoppage for either fighter. 16 to 1 and 21 the other. Mm-hmm. So even really good odds. It's because it's not very likely. But I think one of them will catch the other. Yeah, at some point. Yeah. Okay. That's more. The rest of the card is a bit meh. But it's well worth I'm definitely up at 2am and I'll definitely pay the 20 quid I'll begrudgingly just do it the only other thing I wanted to talk about was um, the slide of what was the slide of Caligari was was a quick one they seem to be like after we backed them a couple of weeks remember they got a good result against um, is it 71 what are you laughing at here it sounded like one of the seven wonders of the world (laughs) the slide of Caligari I was like, what is he talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's overtaking the hanging gardens of Babylon as the fourth. How's their form? <laughs> Bad <laughs> Turkish third division. As if way back, the Romans were like making flumes or something. Yeah. Well, they did aqueducts. <laughs> so this, the slide of Caligari, um, they're just doing really poor at the moment. And I think that maybe we should be looking again against them at the moment. They're... they're they were one of those teams that were like, uh, do you remember Granada in the La Liga when they were like picking up points and like, we don't know what we're doing right, but we don't seem to be losing a lot of games. I think they found their level at the moment. So right, that, okay. that's all I wanted to talk about in that bit. I'd re- like to point out that it's the NFL. The Super Bowl will be will be soon. It's essentially the semi-finals uh, this weekend. Gary, does obviously. That, does that mean it's the championships for the East Division? NFC and AFC. Yes, is that so? That's where we're at. I think. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a big NFL guy. I've been taking. It. I've been taking all my advice from guys on the Facebook group and, and tips that I get, mm-hmm. and I've done very well this year, mainly because Bob Alexander keeps telling me to back the Titans, <laughs> and and they keep winning. Get that it's in the like flow big, As big outsiders, um, so they play the Kansas City Chiefs, and again they're uh, three to one outsiders. Uh, Green Bay Packers against San Francisco 49ers again Green Bay Packers are the 3-1 outsiders there so it'd be interesting to see what you guys think and by that I mean people that are listening Yeah, what you think about both those games who you think is going to end up the potential winner of the Super Bowl how you think those games might go and you know is there anything we can be looking at to bet on your when are the rush games? yards anything like that uh, so Sunday right, okay. um, 5 past 8 and 20 to midnight UK time yeah so I expect all our big NFL fans on yeah. the group so the guys that like NFL, Gary, maybe, you know, yeah, you can uh, throw your thoughts in and then we can get some sort of general consensus and I'll, I'll just back it blindly. <laughs> Our usual rundown at the end. Um, please share when we ask. Try your best not to like. Retweets exactly. Oh no, do do like, like and share like as well. And retweet. Re- it's right next to the retweet button. It's so much more efficient to get in front of people. Um, share on Facebook if you see it you may have to actually like go to the lens of taking the link and doing it yourself because we don't have a page yet but we really do appreciate it because it's the only way this is going to grow because of the name being Trample Bet we've got so much resistance from people being willing to at any sort of level it's like oh no I don't want to be involved because it's it's I, do, I do something that's gambling. I don't want to be. Yeah. I might, might get mentioned in the William Hill Scottish Cup Aye. <laughs> or the Ladbrokes Premier League Aye. And then you look at Paddy Power and Ruby Walsh's and all their fucking adverts. Aye. But, you know, come on. <laughs> you can get us at TrampleBet on Twitter. You can get myself at ASV Sports. You can get me at underscore Gordo Mick. On Facebook. On Facebook, search TrampleBet Podcast and just click join group. Um, we ask you a couple of questions. That's, it. That's just more for our information because we like to know who everyone supports and where you come from. It's kind of cool. Pretty much. Uh, the community's growing. It's global now. And we're getting lots of good Truly stuff there. Global. So Facebook, Trample Bet Podcast. Come and say hello. Join in the discussion. Uh, thanks for listening. Have a nice weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW group.
Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.